Welcome to another episode of the Student Manager Podcast. We're here with nickname Lolo, Lauren Bays, class of 21 of Foothill Knights. Yes. And now a University of Washington sophomore starting libero for the volleyball team. What's up, Lo? Hi. So no one really knows the name Lo, except, I mean, do, you, do people still call you that, the nickname? No, do not go by Lo, do not go by Lauren, no anything, strictly Bays. They, they call you Bays. Now you're, you're, you're an adult now, like yes. a young adult. <laughs> All the players call you Bays. Players, coaches, coaches. friends. Bays, I like that. Bays. Why didn't we think of that like when we were playing softball when I was coaching you? Probably because I was the only Lauren at that time. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a lot. Yes. So we have a lot to talk about. I've known you for a long time. You just finished your volleyball season. How did you lose to TCU? Uh, they played good. We just couldn't really get in a rhythm, but they're a good team. They are. I think, uh, They. how far did they go? Um, I think they lost the next day to Wisconsin. I see it. So. I, I teed that up. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lauren obviously goes to the other UW. We have a, I'm, a, I'm a little biased because Sophia is a senior at Washington. And when you committed right out of high school, or not out of high school, but you committed your freshman year, I think. And I'm like talking to your mom. I said, all right, I'm going to at least be a Husky fan for the next eight years. Because <laughs> still, when Sophia graduates, we're now tied into the program. I don't even know if this is... Um, uh, well, no, back in the day it would be considered legal because uh, we're donors at Washington. If I bought you that, but now with NIL, you can, Yeah. we can do a lot. Yeah. It's <laughs> NIL has been great. I mean, like you can reach out to companies, they reach out to you, vice versa. So, and now we're going to go uh, in a lot of different areas, but obviously this podcast helps high school students and parents with the college search and admission process and you coming from uh, Foothill right here in Orange County. You committed your freshman year. Looking back on it now, it, would you have done anything different? Like if there's a freshman listening or a sophomore listening or a parent, I have my take, but I want to hear yours first. Ooh. Um, good question, huh? That was a good question. I think probably take high school studying and grades and homework, all that seriously. I mean, since I committed so early, I was kind of like, oh, grades are on the back end now like I don't have to do super well I'm already into college for volleyball but now I'm in college and I have to start studying and doing my homework and balancing volleyball travel meals friends everything along with school and studying and sometimes I'm like oh gosh like I've got a lot to do and not enough time so just like learning that time management skills in high school is probably something I do differently I didn't even know what you were going to say to that but that is so key because I do talk about normal students going through high school and getting ready for the college experience it's that it's that process of studying and learning right the time management how to study the study habits yes so was it a struggle your first, I mean, volleyball, you're arriving on campus like in July or August, your season starting in August. How was the transition from high school to your freshman year, knowing that maybe the habits were not all consistent? So my first quarter freshman year, I took probably the hardest class at UW, which is Econ 200. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get in it? Uh, so we have a thing called SMS. Okay. It's like satisfactory or non-satisfactory. And um, 
basically you can do like if you, you can take an S in a class if you have a 2.0, 2.5 or higher and it like you get the credits for the class but it doesn't go towards your major. At this time I was trying to do business. Okay. Which was not the right move for me. Foster School of Business. Foster School of Business. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you wait. Okay, continue because I'm going to ask you another follow-up. So I started off really strong in econ, trying like my absolute hardest. And then we started traveling. And then all that worth ethic started to go downhill for that econ class. And I eventually like dropped the class mid midway through. I It was just too much. So... Yeah, that Econ 200, not for me. So the advice to a student athlete that's going to potentially go play their sport and in college, and then maybe the advice to that parent is? Have them know or like an idea going in on what you want to do. And obviously, like there's going to be trial and error in all the classes, but like letting them take the classes that they want because I would have tried business like kept sticking it out and then like however far i went realized that it wasn't for me and then i've been screwed if i like kept yeah you would have lost units or credits yeah fortunately volleyballs in the fall think of it if it was in the spring you'd maybe have taken two or three classes and worked hard and then the travel yeah like it could have been different if i took econ in spring versus fall but it just did not work out for me but now i'm in real estate there's a real estate major at uw Good for you. Best best decision I've made. And do you agree with this or disagree with this? Maybe some of your teammates at UW, we talk about, like, I'll communicate to a college student. All right, just last night, Joshua had a bunch of friends over, and they're asking me about schools and majors. And I said, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what you major in. long as you start something and finish something, you get your degree, and you network. But more importantly, if you're a student athlete, you're probably networking a lot with donors and alumni but would you agree with that yeah for sure yeah your teammates do have a lot of them switch majors too or maybe you hear it from the juniors and seniors and say base what are you doing in business econ 200 they said what are you doing in econ and i was like oh, i'm gonna be a business major like i have this all oh, i have the perfect plan going took that econ class I was like Ooh, you guys are right this is it all right did you get admit? Here's the question because we just, I had this conversation with somebody about UW. Foster School of Business is so hard to get into coming out of high school. You can be a direct admit or you could be that freshman that has that dream and wish of saying, okay, now I gotta have to have a great freshman year academically to even apply to get into Foster. So coming out of Foothill with the volleyball scholarship, were you direct admit? I was not. I okay. was just admitted into the school. So I like, I think I was, it was like an undeclared art major or something like that. And I was like, well, that's not going to stay. I like going to figure out just something else that I want to do. So started off like taking the business class. And then from there, like however good, bad you do in the class, like you move on to the next classes, courses, and then sophomore of your or spring of your sophomore year you have to apply to the business major and so you're taking all these classes all these courses and you have to get like a three eight or higher in all of them to be admitted into the program it's hard it is very hard it's hard and and you know i love this uh, full disclosure we like doing these remote podcasts because you get the ambiance and you get the 
It's surreal sound. <laughs> here it is, Christmas break. We're in Tustin where it all started. Yes. You can hear like, well, not only you hear birds chirping or the ocean <laughs> crashing, depending on where I am, but this is like the neck of the woods where, where I first met you, yes. Tustin Girls Softball. <laughs> Columbus Tustin Middle School. TGS, CT. Now, obviously you're a D1 stud volleyball player. If not, I think in your class, the top libero, if not in your class, but the nationwide. I mean, you have your soccer skills highlights because there's videos of you kicking the ball, which people go, you can do that? I'm like, yeah, as long as the ball <laughs> stays up, okay? You're smiling. But did you ever think of playing a Division One sport? I mean, when you're playing softball, did you want to play softball coming out of when you were in sixth and seventh grade before the transition? Yeah, it was strictly soccer. It was, I'm going to college for soccer. Like my dad played soccer, my mom played soccer, my whole family played soccer. I I think around the same time UW was looking at me, I was getting a little bit of looks from soccer schools or like schools to play soccer at. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is so cool, like soccer, like, like oh, like they don't, they only do percentages in soccer for right. scholarships. So I was like, oh, like I gotta get, get a good percentage. 25%. Yeah, That's 25% of my scholarship. And then, started getting like more interest in volleyball and I was like wait like this could be volleyball could be a lot more fun to play in college than soccer would like I love my teammates I love like the family that I have for volleyball and all of that and then it was just like the next day I was like yeah I want to play volleyball in college or see how far it can take me so that's right. I now flashback memories of softball. You were going from softball practice tournament to your soccer games. games. And I'm like, how are you doing that? Because my daughter is completely tired off her ass. And maybe that's why she's not a D1 <laughs> athlete. And you were just jumping from sport to sport. And I think you were doing basketball too. I was. I would right? go from a basketball lesson at like Vanguard University to soccer practice, changing the car, go to soccer. Then straight from soccer, which would end at like 5, 5.30, changing the car, put on my softball socks, put on my softball pants, go to softball practice at 6.30 or 6, whatever time it was at. And if you remember one of my, well, I'm going to ask you, do you, do you remember any of my rules? Any, any, Don't um, be late. There you go. <laughs> that was, okay. If you're on time, you're late. If you're, yes. if you're early, you're on time. It sticks, right? <laughs> Early's on time. On time is late. Right. Late, you're running. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. I won't mention any names, but do you remember one of our teammates, your teammates, she went to your high school, probably not the one you're thinking about, but she would come and her hair was just like, her hair was all over. I'm like, dude, what part of like being on, you got to like tie your shoes. Practice starts at 6.30, not at 6.35, like get here at 6.15 like everybody else. But your mom was so good. She always got you there early. She always helped out. She was always the team mom. We did, I still remember all the scavenger hunts. Oh, those were so that, fun. That, that we did. So, I mean, those were some of my greatest memories. I still tell parents of just you sports. And now I'm going to ask you, because it might be the same at Washington, because I know a lot of coaches and players in, in collegiate sports, It it's just a different level, but it's the same shit that happens. Like yes. parents-wise, <laughs> complaining about playing time, and then even to a point of like parents trying to get involved and do stuff with the team. Like, so... Kind of how how does I want to hear your perspective? So we actually at Washington like don't have that much parent interaction other than if we're in someone's hometown. Like we would love to have the team over for dinner or lunch or just like come say hi. We actually did that a few times in Oregon. Um, 
going from Eugene to Corvallis. We would go over to one of my teammates' houses, see her backyard, go to her horses that her like her neighbors had. Like it was just absolutely beautiful. And we did that in Arkansas also in Fayetteville. Went to one of the girls' houses that who lives there. So I just say like with parents and all that, it's much more family oriented and like bringing everyone in, making everyone feel included, all that. And then with playing time, you kind of like, if you want more playing time, you go to your coach and you say, what can I do to improve? Where do you need me? Can I be like a serving sub? What can I do to improve my serve? Like, what can I do to get it to the next level? And then they'll be honest with you and say, like, you're just not ready yet or like your time will come or this is what you need to do. Like get more consistent and like you'll see results. And speaking of that, and this is a great transition, I think the first game I saw you uh, was on the road last year at Pepperdine. Mm-hmm. And right, we didn't, you didn't know if you're even, your parents didn't know if you were going to get in or not, and you did. But then after that, and then when the Pac-12 season came, that seems like when you went to the next level and got that starting spot and played a lot, and now you've held it since. Yes. So I like I didn't start off as a starter all preseason. I would like a serving sub, a DS, go like in and out, every maybe play DS every other game. And then I can't remember which game it was, but it was a preseason game. And Keegan looked at me or like called me over to him when I was on the bench and was like, we need you out there. Like basically like get it together and like you're like you're gonna play and you're gonna make a difference. And then we it was our first game against Washington State and that's when the switch made in the second set we lost the first set a bunch of switches going on i got told to put on the libero jersey and then from there base get your jersey on (laughs) that's really how it was (laughs) i still remember that game at pepperdine remember like you had your ring on and and you're like wait i'm not used to playing (laughs) you remember that yes it was like coach fong remembers that it was like match point of the third set and i was kind of like dazing off like oh, you know like oh like it's almost over i can say hi to my right. parents and then it was like base get in and i was like oh gosh <laughs> like well, the scoreboard malfunction and everything and i was like i'll just i can just go back a lot of good things happening at uw coach keegan uh gets the transition and he's going to university of minnesota to the big 10 and leslie gabriel other known as tui um who's who i did not know this until i started getting all the news releases and the press releases of She's been involved with over 600 wins at UW, not only as a player, national championship, but as a coach. And I've seen her on the sidelines, but I didn't know she is has that many years with yeah. UW. Yeah, she's been there for forever. Started coaching there, I think, as a volunteer, and then worked her way up to head coach now. So now that Coach Keegan's gone, what's the one thing that you probably learned from him that will stick with you uh, and that he's really helped you develop as a player and a person? Um, wow, this is, I could, I have a lot of things for this question. He was just like such a great man and a great coach and someone who has like a lot of wisdom that he shared with all of us a lot. I think was just like, we have, we matter. We have a place. We like, we're here for a reason. And, um, just to like show that to the best of our abilities as a person and as a volleyball player. Yeah. Like people values volleyball. You got you got your teammates, you got your girls, you got your coaches. And now he's going to the Big Ten, where I think that's probably, you, you might disagree, but I think that's the best conference, top to bottom, for volleyball, just strong-wise. I mean, SEC's there, Pac-12's there, 
Um, a lot of changes even going on in the Pac-12. The UCLA has a new coach, yeah. right? USC's up on the rise. Mm -hmm. So, and then long as UW stays there. I mean, there's been a lot of good things with UW. Not only your your the football, right? They, they just, just won. Texas. Yes. yes. <laughs> and half the team's coming back, if not all of them. So next year is going to be fun. And although Sophia is going to be graduate, uh, graduating, um, there's still a contact uh, in the UW athletics that we text back and forth. He was at the Alamo Bowl. And I go, guess where I'm going today? He goes, where? <laughs> I go, I'm recording Lauren Bays. And I go, by the way, I hope you know who that is. <laughs> uh, so uh, exciting things. Now with, with Tui, as you guys call her, I mean, she has so many accolades. I just read all the things that former players, current players um, are talking about. What are you most excited about with this new era? Um, I think just like the confidence that she's going to bring us and the steadiness. She's definitely like mama bear to the team. Okay. She's just so loving, so amazing. Um, and I think that's probably going to take like some pressure off of everybody like, right to be like perfect and all that it's going to take some pressure off i'm just like excited to see her viewpoint of the game and how that will be different as from an assistant coach to a head coach see like what kind of um perspective she brings yeah. did you know coach keegan was leaving like did he did say not. so it was a surprise to all of you yes we found out the day that it was released maybe about the same time that it was released. Okay. So that was hard. And um, did he get to say his final goodbyes? Um, we had the option to go talk to him or not before he left. He like had to get on a plane 30 minutes later or 30 minutes after he told us to go meet with the Minnesota team. So not all of us got a chance to speak to him. But for the most part, I think it was all good things said. And you know how young, uh, it's, I mean, adults do it too. So, right, you just talk to your roommates and you start the chatter mill. W were you all thinking, is it going to be Tui? Or what were you all thinking? Yeah, like Jason or Tui, Jason's our other uh, assistant coach. Okay. He's now head coach at Kansas State. Okay. So, like, really awesome for him. Like, he deserves it. He's amazing. But we were kind of like, if a new coach comes in, like, what does that mean for Jason and Tui? Like, would they leave? And then there's Phil and all the rest of the support staff. Like, we just, we love everybody. We don't want them to go. So, like, what if this, like, new person comes in and they just totally, like, diminish our whole program and our whole culture? Like, what would that mean? And so we had a meeting with Erica Sensi. She's the okay. head athletic director. She's okay. the person in charge of... Volleyball. Yeah, volleyball, right. finding coaches. Not Jennifer Cohen. No, 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 no. Okay. Which, which we'll talk about next. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, like we got to like basically give her a checklist of things and attributes that we wanted in a coach and like a lot of basically everything that we said matched up to Tui and Jason as well. Awesome. So speaking of Jennifer Cohen, I met her like Sophia's freshman year, right? And that she came down when UW played UCLA and we went went to the game. But I'm going to ask you as a student athlete, and I ask everybody that's a student athlete in college, have you met your AD? So that's going to be the first question. Uh, yes, a few times. Okay. Just very briefly, not like, not like anything really deeper. Would she know who Lauren Bays is? I think so. Okay. I hope so. So I'm going to challenge you, okay, because you have two years left. And I did this with, you remember Kelsey Campo? Mm -hmm. Okay. I did this when she was on my podcast, and she told me later, that's probably the best advice I ever gave her. I told her to go meet Martin Germont, the AD at UCLA. So I'm going to challenge you to go meet Jennifer Cohen, because it will go a long way. 
All right. She's might've said hi to you. You might've said hi to her, but literally ADs are in their office. They want people to come see them. And right next to her is a good friend of mine, Andy Fee. Are you familiar with that name? He's the associate AD now. He came from Long Beach State. Okay. He's been on this podcast and he said, Fonger, I used to have my door wide open. I would want athletes to come in. Some get it, some don't. But if you go say hi to him, okay, and you're going to text me. Okay, okay? I'll send you a picture. Yes, <laughs> say, hi, Mr. Fee, I want to introduce myself to you. I'm Lauren Bays. And by the way, we have a, a mutual friend in common, Coach Fong. <laughs> He's going to say, Fonger? And you will- I'll wear the hat. Yes, <laughs> yes. Deal? Deal. Okay, deal. All right. So enough, n- enough said of that. But it's all about- the connecting and the networking, because what's your major? Real estate. Real estate. All right, that's right. You, you switch from business to real estate. Now, eventually, when you graduate, would you like to play overseas? Um, that's still a question that goes through my mind. Right now, it would be a no. I would just want to like go straight into working, straight into like good for the you. rest of my life. But uh-huh. then there's also like the getting to live in another country aspect and getting to see the world and like a whole new experience. Um, but I just don't know if I want to do that quite yet. You have time. I, I mean, time, in, yes. in every four years, a college program gets to go overseas, study yes. abroad. I mean, as a student, Sophia just came back from studying abroad. Uh, where was she? Italy and Paris and London. She did a couple of different things because it was the COVID year, right? So she couldn't do it her junior year. She did it her senior year. But for a student athlete, when you get to go to France, and I think, where did you guys go? We went to Slovenia, Italy, and France. So that's kind of like your little treat, like you're abroad. What was that like? Oh, it was amazing. Like nothing I've ever experienced before. It was my first time out of the country. First time getting to use my passport. It was awesome. And I think just like being able to travel with my best friends, getting to see like such amazing, beautiful places was just like so, so memorable that like will leave a place in my heart forever. Um, you could take a break and eat some of your uh, <laughs> acai bowl. Yes, we're with Lauren Bays, junior libero at University of Washington. And we're sitting in this nice little shopping mall of Tustin, right? Uh, have you ever been to the sushi place, by the way? That's a really good sushi place. Uh, Sakurai, Sakurai Sushi are Wise Guys pizzas. Wise Guys. Okay. We used to go there all the time. Kayla Holly. Yes. Remember? Yes. Yeah, we would go there all the time after softball and play <laughs> pool in the back. <laughs> Those were some fun. Okay, what's your favorite memory of TGS? Not rec, but maybe fall ball or all-stars with, with Coach Fonger. I just liked, like, in between games, we would all play in the trees and play in the bushes and, like... I don't know. That part was very fun. Just like remember being a little kid. Do you remember the, the see the ones that stand out as the little road trip that we did? I think it was up in like Woodland Hills or we stayed. We did that sushi tip on hibachi place. I'll send you a picture or else <laughs> did we did the, we did the, uh, the Newport Beach Pier with with the I think we we're in a limo for a little bit. See, how do I have a better memory than you? I'm like, know. like, <laughs> right? I don't remember if this is you, but hustle, 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 play hard, play hard, play hard. That might have been, been, been wreck. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> I, I, I don't quite remember, but I remember okay. the, that little song. <laughs> All right. So we talked about hard classes. Here's something I always like to talk about in college. I mean, you're a student athlete and you can agree or disagree. I say if you're a student athlete and you fail in college, 
not, I don't want to say the, use the word you're an idiot, but you kind of are an idiot because you have the resources, you have study hall, you have kind of the answers and the tests. You kind of know what's going on. Yes or no? Yes. Or we should. We have, um, so our academic advisor, his name is Matt Bannerman. Amazing, amazing. Love him to death. He will get you in to classes with the schedule that you like. He'll set you up with tutors. You can have as many tutors as you want. Like they're all paid for, run for from the university. You have that. You have like great connections with your professors because you you are a student athlete. So we like, you'll be like, hey, Professor Fonger, like I'm on the volleyball team. Uh, we're in like a really hard season right now, really hard training schedule. Like I may be late on a few assignments. Yes. And like just them knowing that you're a student athlete, like you have that kind of ability to have a little leeway. So there shouldn't be like an excuse to have late or missing assignments. That's, that's what I always say, unless you're just lazy and you just don't do it. Now I talked to, and at the time he was at University of Washington and he was playing football and I asked him, if it wasn't for football, would you be at UW? And he said, absolutely not. Cause he had to get a specific ACT. And at the time, this was before pre COVID. Um, he said, I need, the coach told me I need to get at UW. I think it was like a 21, 22 ACT. And I'm like, Oh, that's pretty good. And then his friend at Stanford, I go, well, okay. I won't mention any names. I go, what did the coach tell you? He goes at Stanford. Can you guess what the minimum ACT was that he needed to get? Maybe a, what is it out of? Like 35. Kid, 30, 20, or 26. It, it, um, was, it was 20, I think it was 26, 27. But for soccer, I won't mention any names, but she also <laughs> was at Stanford. She told me she had to get a 33, which she did. Good for her. You probably know who she is because she went to your high school. She's a senior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So I'm going to ask you the same question. If it wasn't for volleyball, you could be honest, would you be at UW? Probably not, just because grades-wise um, and all of that, I, since I didn't really try super hard in high school, I probably would not have met their curriculum. And I love how you're honest about that because it's someone that's listening, right? To have a UW degree, look, it, base, yeah. it's going to go a long way. Very long like way. now, Sophie and her friends, um, <clears throat> we talk about going to alumni games. We'll go up and we're going to go to one football game a year. Right. And I'm going to try and make that football game either around because I'll probably go to a basketball game a year or two. And then with basketball, I can at least go see volleyball. So I'm going to try and I always wait for the schedule to come or out. Football, volleyball. Y yes. Which the UW football schedule is coming out in January. So, the, the, well, let me just say the whole Pac-12 is coming out in January. So we got to wait. But just to have that degree and knowing that you're a student, that you're there. No one will ever take that away from you. So is if there's advice to someone listening, either a student or a parent, what would you give them? Um, just find the place that you feel as though you belong there, whether it's like academically wise, social wise, like have it check all your boxes versus just one or two. I think that's like when I was in the recruiting process, it was kind of like, oh, I like this place, but I wish this was a little bit different. I like this place, but they don't have this, like that kind of thing. And with Washington, it was like, I absolutely love the campus. I love the uh, athletics. I love like how hard the academics is. Like it's gonna push me and I like that. And it just like, it hit all my boxes. So I think that is like how you'll, you'll uh, find some place that you really love. When did you first visit UW? Uh, did you go to a camp? 
I went to a camp once I committed. First time okay. I visited was think, around Thanksgiving time, my freshman year of high school. And it was probably gray and cold like this. Gray, cloudy, leaves on the floor, raining, got absolutely soaked at the football game, did not have waterproof shoes, did not know what they, those were. So I was in my white sneaker, my white pants. <laughs> those got absolutely wrecked. My toes were drenching, freezing. And I was still like, this is so fun. Like, I, I love this. If it wasn't Washington, what were your other considerations? I mean, um, you committed early, but yeah. do, do, do still coaches and schools, I mean, I would still try and go after somebody. So did they go after you? I would still get emails like here and there from coaches that didn't, didn't know. But for the most part, like once I committed, all communication with other schools stopped. So you didn't go visit any other schools? Uh, before I committed, yes. I visited TCU. I did a camp there did like the whole tour of beautiful campus i visited pepperdine and usc okay but you knew you know like right it's yes. kind of like you just know once once i had my first dinner there i think i had it like in the conibear shell house where we have dinner every okay every day now. okay yes um my first dinner in there i was like yep this is it like i belong here so are, are you on the north side of camp? Where do you live? Is it like I past live, 40, what street? Um, 40, past 45th? I'm on 36th in Mont Lake, I believe. No. Okay. So let, let's, now we're going to visual. Okay. okay. So when you walked, you walked to class, right? I drive. I drive to our little parking lot that we have, which is like oh, right around the corner from my house. It's very close. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you drive, you park in the athletics or like the lower like near volleyball down at e18 it's like right across from the soccer fields okay yes that nice big parking big lot parking lot yes all e18. right so now let's let's walk through you're gonna what, what as a student athlete what are your most of your classes first when's your practice practices are in the evenings so probably 2 30 to 5 30 around there okay so you have morning classes yes all right monday wednesday friday are your heavy classes or is it tuesday thursday so in fall my schedule was tuesday wednesday thursday i had mondays and fridays off nice one or uh two classes on tuesdays and thursdays one on wednesdays and then uh this this quarter i have i'm monday through friday okay. but one class a day all right i'm gonna ask this question slow so you can take another bite all right so on tuesday wednesday thursday when it's volleyball season, you park your car, do you walk over like that bridge and then do you start walking up to class or do you walk where the fountain is and you kind of go up where Red Square is? So I go to the little uh, bridge right outside the volleyball arena. Okay. Go up there. Okay. Go up by Microsoft Cafe. Near Gates and... Yes. That's the nice building, by the way. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. I had a class in there last year. It was really? That's a nice building. It's very beautiful okay. outside. And then from there, walk around the fountain. Okay. And then in between the fountain and Red Square, my class would be in those buildings. Or Got one it. of my classes was in that building. Now, let's talk about near where Red Square is. And we kind of go through that little hallway where the library is, right? How often, be honest, are you hanging out at the library? Uh, I've been there once. Okay. That's <laughs> answer expected. Into the actual library, I've been there once to like study in between my classes and all that, but I would be in the Starbucks a lot That's uh, right downstairs. So do you go hang out? I was going to ask, do you hang out at the student union where the ice cream store is? 
No. Okay. Do you even go, what about to the, uh, well, where are you hanging out? So if, between classes, maybe if it's not the coach's office or you're not hanging out with your friends. Cause I, I know like, I'm just thinking about how I would just, there's certain favorite places, part of the campus. So what's your favorite part of the campus? Where do you like to hang out? Um, hang out. Besides the it, gym. Yeah. yeah. When In the weight room. When it's sunny, definitely. Um, the quad with the cherry blossoms in springtime, although it gets super busy and there's just like so many people around. It's, it's beautiful. But for the most part, like I live with all of my friends. So like when I have time between classes, like I'll go home and study at our kitchen table with them and, okay. and then just go back to my next class. And then are your dorms are you're, you're eating? Are you still part of the, cause now that you're not living in the dorms, your scholarship, usually pay for like room and board and food. Like, do you get to still go eat in the dining hall with all the athletes? Yeah, we have Conabare Shell House, which is where like, it's basically a buffet. They make our food for us. And then you're like, hey, can I get like one scoop of rice, one scoop of chicken and like a scoop of broccoli and thank you. Like, and then you go and sit and it's, you look over, you see the rowing team, uh, baseball, soccer, like tennis, just everybody's in there together. Um, so yeah, we get, we get that Monday through Thursday. All right. Now, how often do you go to Uville? Uville? Ooh, a lot. Okay. A lot. That's really close to my house. <laughs> okay. I won't mention, I, I'm going to try and guess your favorite place to eat. Uh, since you're almost eating this smoothie, it's almost <laughs> as healthy. Is there any favorite places you like to go eat there? Um, well, we're a big Chipotle stand okay. over, <laughs> over at our house. We're a big Chipotle, okay. Chipotle people. But then there's, what's it called? Homegrown. They have the best sandwiches. Okay. Yes. There's like the chicken pesto or like the breakfast sandwiches. Just delicious. Have you ever been to Din Tai Fung? Yes, DTF. But there's always a line there. Got to make the reservations. Yeah. Like okay. months in advance. What about Joey's? Love Joey's. Joey's is great. Delicious. Joey's. Um... But what about the salad place right there at the village? Ooh, I don't, I'm not a salad person. But you're not? So okay, I, that's I where I thought I you were going to go. Okay. I over that. Okay. <laughs> so now let's go. If you're kind of down on the lower level of, of the campus area, there's a great... When Steve and Patty are in town, or maybe <laughs> some of your roommates are in town, where are they taking you to dinner? Oh, I would take them to Joey's, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to add a new one to it. But I got to, now it's at the tip of my tongue, but it's near the Silver Cloud uh, Hotel. It's that Italian restaurant. Mama Molina's. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think, where we're going to have Sophia's graduation it party. It is so good. It's so good. Yes. Their pasta and like their pizzas. Yes. Mama Molina's. So mm -hmm. ha ha have uh, you gone there with your parents? Uh, I have not gone there with my parents. Okay. No. Have them take you. Have I them know. take your roommates and everything. They've only been up like once or twice. Or my dad came up for one weekend. Uh, last season. I've probably seen more games at UW probably than they have. <laughs> yes. All right. So do you remember, let's, do you remember that game that I went to? <laughs> yeah, you saw, yes. So were people like, were your teammates going, who, who's like, they're like, who, who was that guy that you were talking to? And I was like, oh, that's coach Fong. I've known him since I was like seven but I think years I was, old. I think I was yelling. I was cheering yeah, at the game. Lolo. I'm like, and they're like, who the heck's Lolo? That's when I like, saw yes. everyone smiling. Who's, who's that character? Yeah. Over there? Well, another girl on the team went by Lolo. Her name was Lauren. 
So they, everyone would call her Lolo. They're like, I don't know that guy. <laughs> yeah. He has a creeper. I don't know who he is. Oh, no, no, no. That, that's, that's my old, that's my old catch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now let's switch to forget the Uville area. How often are you on the Ave? Hardly. Not that much. Okay. It's kind of scary. Now it is. Yeah. It is kind of scary, but there's some good food places there. There is. BB's Barbecue or BB's Teriyaki. There's... Ooh. Crunches, okay. sizzle and crunch, sizzle and crunch. Mm-hmm. right? And then there's all these little other Asian places. Yes. But all right. So there's also obviously bars there. And I don't know if your team goes out or if you guys have dry season or not, but uh, have you been to Earl's? I have not been to Earl's, okay. no. I, I, run it, I won't mention any names because they <laughs> get in there under, they're former modern day players. Yes. Well, I probably just gave it away there, but they were going in there the freshman year and I'd go in there like, Mr. Fong. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> let's do Earl's. <laughs> yeah. Earl's is a good place. Have uh, you heard of Finn's? Finn McCool's. It's like an Irish little pub. That's mostly like if we were to go to the Hav, we would go there. Okay. No, there's that flowers too. Flo- don't go to flowers. That's all fresh. It's nasty. It's, um, I don't know if I can say this on a podcast, but they like overserve their drinks. We've had girls like, have one drink and black out from how much they're over serving. Like, uh, yep. it's a nasty. few months ago, there was like a shooting there. Yes. It's just like not, not a safe place. My team is actually banned from going there from okay. our coach. He's like, you are not allowed to go to flowers. That's good. That's yeah. a good ban. Right. Yeah. He, like, yeah, he we knows like, about oh, it. Thinking, You're yeah. not going yes. to flowers. I know when I went there. No. Yes. We've had like two, two girls had really bad experiences at flowers. That's not good. And it's always been like when there's been trouble like from a night out or whatever it's always been flowers that's first of all my coach always said nothing good happens after midnight stick with a teammate right but i'm sure your mom and your parents because we get the u-dub alerts oh you do active shooter (laughs) uville and i'm like sophie i'm like we're texting a lot active shooter like okay (laughs) i I leave my parents out of the loop on that one (laughs) did you not know about that part patty bays would be freaking out <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about the serial killer that's there? Chop Chop Man is what my uh, teammates man. call him. <laughs> <laughs> they call him Chop Chop Man. Chop Chop Man. He was found in an old sorority house with two yes. cases of chopped up bodies. Wait a minute. This just happened because Sophia's or her friends sent like the, the text of the sororities. Like someone just came into one of the live yeah, outs. Yeah. Yeah. If, yes. One of the live outs. Yeah. Okay. So now let's, let's get into that because as a student athlete, I mean, some athletes go out and enjoy like the Greek life or they know people in fraternities or sororities or hang out on that little area, the alley during game day. Have you ever been to the alley in game day? We're that's like banned. Are you banned too? We're not banned, but it's season. So we've never like, we will never get a chance to experience that. Yeah. All right. So it looks so fun though. It does. (laughs) Low or beige. I have, I'll show you some videos of me. They're like, and right. I'm the adult. I go, everyone's going to go. No, they're like, there's the coolest dad. He's partying with us. I knew so would be. It'd be in the middle. <laughs> it's me. It was during the Oregon Washington game. Oh god. Because we hate Oregon, right? And then, oh, the Oregon people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Alley's cool. All right. So you don't even get to experience because sometimes you're right. Even like when I'm in Wisconsin, they're either on the road during a football game or vice versa. So how many football games have you been to besides the recruiting trip one? <laughs> Probably around like three, two or three each season. Okay. Yeah. So not like, I we went to one where we got um, like, what was it called? Noticed for our winning Pac-12 the year before. 
So we were able to go Walk to that on the one. Field. Yes, we got to <laughs> we got to hold the trophy and all that. But then after that, maybe like one more after that, and that was probably at the beginning of the season. But now that season's over, right? Uh, you have a little bit harder classes uh, at UW, and do you have a little bit more free like? I remember when we were in college, like basketball, we'd have workouts still, but the coaches weren't allowed to go in. So what's your workouts like? So now we're in eight hour weeks. So it'll be about four days of weights, like an hour in the weight room and then three days of volleyball. Okay. But you still get a little life. So yes, now we have Friday nights and weekends off. And then I think we also have Wednesdays off as well. So now we have like... A little time to decompress from the from the week. What do you love about you, Dub? The family. It's like the girls are my my sisters. My Tui's like my my mom. I would say Keegan is like a another dad. He's just so so caring. Everybody is. They just want you to succeed. Whether it's like in life, in school, in volleyball, in relationships, in like your family, and they just want you to be so happy. And do you have, besides your volleyball family, do you still have, do you have just friends that aren't in any sports? Like I call them Jeeds, goddamn individuals. Like they're not, they <laughs> call not them even, NARPs. <laughs> wait, what, do you, what does a NARP stand for? Maybe she, Sophia did tell me about this. Is there uh, an initial? Like, it's like normal ass regular people. <laughs> that's it. They're not Jeeds, they're not frats, no. and they're not NARPs. I, I, I feel like so bad for saying that, but like it's just... But if you think about it, Bays, that's <laughs> so hard saying that now, Lolo. If you think about it, like only 15% of student enrollment is Greek life. Only 10 to 15% is athletes. I mean, if you talk to 10 people, take away one student athlete, maybe one or two Greek life, they're just, as you call it, NARPs. And they're enjoying the time of their life. They're experiencing that full college experience, Right. Going to sitting in behind the end zone, pouring down rain. Did you go to that game by the chance when there was lightning? It was, I was in the probably fall. cuddled up in bed. It was not okay. <laughs> like so, it was no. Or you we couldn't have gone. Road. You yeah. were an eighth grader. Oh, not an eighth grader. You were a senior <laughs> in high school because it was Sophia's freshman year. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, but they had to cancel the game. There was lightning. I mean, those students are out there in the rain and they're just oh, getting yeah. soaked. Oh yeah, I've uh, a few of the games that we've been to have been when it's just downpour. And you're wearing layers and pun layers and still just having a ball. Have you gone, has the volleyball team experienced a tailgate, maybe potentially on a yacht, on a boat, a Lake Union? No, we have not. Okay. I haven't either, but there's, they sailgate. There's only two stadiums. One's University of Washington. But now that when Sophia's done, I called, told all the alumni parents, I go, we're coming back. We're going to do sailgating because they're not going to be you know, maybe the first year, second year, they might be going to the alley. Yes. I'm like, dude, you guys are old. You're like, it looks so fun. Okay. The, alley, the alley looks so fun. Do you guys and talk about it? Do you get gel gel? Uh, a little. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that like, looks so to, much fun to be in that Let's sea go. of people. Like that looks so fun. All right. Well, if someone's listened to this podcast all the way through, what would be, you know, the last thing that you would say to maybe a this is, I don't think I've asked you this, so we'll end with this. Parents, right? Because at the end of the day, it's your experience. So I'm going to just tee it up that way. What advice would you give to a parent of a student athlete or just of a student as their kid goes through that college search and admission process 
even the recruiting process? Um, they're going to learn a lot of independence and it's just like probably to be patient as they're learning and um, experiencing so much life, especially like when I first got to Washington, I wasn't calling my parents all that often because I was enjoying life, living in the moment. And I think that was hard for my mom at the time, not having me, oh, mom, kiss back, oh, mom, I need you. But yeah, I think like their sensory overload the first quarter or semester and it's just, it's a lot and they're gonna have so many memories, so many new experiences. Lauren Bays, my favorite libero at the University of Washington. I can't wait until your junior year, football season, volleyball season, basketball season. It's been a joy having you join this podcast Thank talking you for about me. the dogs. Can we can we get a go you dub? Go dogs. There you go. Fonger news <laughs> out. <laughs>